Listen. Just listen. I'm Miles Pulaski, and you're listening to Second Story Podcast. Second Story is a hybrid performance series of stories, wine, and music, a collaboration among writers, actors, musicians, and others to create good stories and good times. The stories are written by the performers themselves, sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, always thought-provoking. And now, Second Story storyteller, Jasmine Cardenas. Four years ago, I took off to Colombia, South America, panicked. Eso sí. <laughs> Panicked because I'd gotten engaged a month and a half before, and the bombardment of questions about my wedding, the dress, the rings, the date, the flowers, was just all too much. <laughs> I didn't know the answers, and I felt like the more I got asked, the more I lost myself in the answering. The questions came from everywhere. One of the señoras at church asked me, are you going to have kids right away? No, of course not. I... I I want to enjoy my new life partner a little and figure out how we work. But yes, I want kids, just not right away. <laughs> um, one of my coworkers says, uh, a girlfriend, a party friend says, will you wear a white dress? <laughs> yeah, of course. I've always envisioned it that way. Who cares if legitimately I shouldn't be in one? My mother doesn't know that. <laughs> and then a colleague asks me, will you take Jesus's name and trade in my own? No, I'm Jasmine Cardenas. I, I have been for 28 years. I'm not going to just throw that away. Who's Jasmine Nunez? She doesn't exist. She doesn't have a history, a story alive. I do. Jasmine Cardenas does. Am I selfish for thinking that way? I just feel like all my life I've grown up with my mother, my aunts, the church ladies, and Latino society in general showing me how to become a mujer buena, telling me how to be a good woman. A good woman takes care of her husband, loves him, serves him, cooks for him. Dude, I'm screwed. <laughs> I can't cook to save my life. Baking, I can do baking, but cooking? My mom and my aunts, my tias, they are the model image of a mujer buena. All my life, I've watched mommy wake up in the morning to make papi's breakfast and send him off to work like a good woman should. You can't turn on Spanish network TV and expect to see anything other than women in stereotypical roles. Am I crazy? Was this the life I was signing myself up for? Did I really want this? Maybe I jumped the gun. I mean, I love Jesus, I know that, but I'd broken my one cardinal rule. You don't even talk engagement unless you've dated at least a year. And here, I was engaged in less than 10 months. When he asked me to marry him, I did not pause. There was no question. I practically leapt into his lap. Jesus took me to Mexico, under the guise of visiting family, and then surprised me with a special trip to an amazing, secluded, surrealist garden in a rainforest. We hiked a series of waterfalls. Butterflies darted around the moist air and weaved through the maze of concrete, vines, orchids. Through the hike of the waterfalls, we reached the base of the most majestic one when Jesus started to act a little funny, like nervous. The rushing water was cascading down. Sun rays peeked through the canopy of trees and vines and the air smelled so fresh. We had the place all to ourselves. Jesus 
looking like a stunned little boy, got down on one knee, and I thought, oh my God, it's happening. Jasmine, memorize this moment. Memorize this moment. It's happening. And then his lips parted, and he said, will you marry me? Yes! <laughs> Giggling, smiling, hopping around the stones in the water. I was so sure. And then we threw our arms around each other and kissed <laughs> as the water cascaded down our own movie moment. <laughs> but now, standing there in my aunt's cocina in Colombia, so many days away from that feeling of clarity, I couldn't help but wonder. Watching her in her tile kitchen in her high heels serving my uncle a good old Colombian breakfast after years of serving a man, will my college degree become a paper doily? I mean, now what's crazy is that Jesus has never shown me any reason to believe that I'm going to end up barefoot and pregnant. He's a first-generation American, just like me, a well-educated Mexican guy. At first glance, he's not machista. But what if it creeps out later? I mean... What if it's in his DNA and we haven't been together long enough for me to see it, signs of it creeping up and then he expects me to be his mom? But really, Jesus is quite awesome. I wouldn't want to marry him if he wasn't. So why did I fear losing myself to my no, new role as his wife? It's not like it was when my mom was young. You know, my mom never learned how to ride a bike because it was improper for girls to ride bikes. And I learned the same message in Colombia when I was about 11 or 12 years old. My cousin and I were walking down the streets of some small town, and we walked up to an arcade place. Concrete floor, just a few pinball machines, but they had Pac-Man, so I walked right in. All the boys in the arcade stopped and stared at me. I didn't know what I'd done wrong. They were just staring at me. And then I realized I was the only girl. My cousin, she had stayed out on the sidewalk. The boys said that I wasn't allowed to be in there because I was a girl, and it wasn't proper for girls to play in an arcade. It all seems so complicated. I mean, where's the manual for your being your own Colombiana? Wait, back to Colombia. That morning, my aunt, preparing my uncle's breakfast, down to the sugar in his coffee. He left to work through the tall iron gate, and as the stray dog barked outside, he walked down the road, the dirt road. A fruit vendor walked by. Mame, platano, si yuca. My tia Gloria locked the padlock, came back to the kitchen table. Her tight curls were all faded orangish, and the humidity was frizzing them all up. And what I most noticed about my loving tia were her kind eyes searching me, questionably. ¿Qué le pasa, mija? Nothing's wrong, tía. And then I fessed up. Tía, es que yo no puedo cocinar. I can't cook. I don't like to clean. And the idea of serving a man makes me want to jump off a cliff. Her face lifted. Her eyes widened. She slumped forward, trying to contain herself. Her shoulders gyrated up and down. She laughed so hard her face flushed. Ay, boa! <laughs> you silly girl. I mean, usted no se tiene que preocupar de eso. You don't have to worry about that. You prepared yourself for more than that. You're a professional. Hire someone to cook and clean for you. 
My jaw hit the ground. Pero tia, all my life, I've watched mommy serve papi morning, noon, and night. Ay, Jasmine. My sister is a hardworking woman. She always worked to help the family. So your, your mom couldn't go to school. She did the working. Tenía muchos trabajos. She didn't even know how to cook and clean. She didn't know how to make a pot of rice when she got married. Your mother cooks because she loves you. She cleans because it has to get done. Ella sacrificó to go to the United States so that you would have more options than she did. Para que no le tocara la misma pendejada de nosotras. But tía, you make el tío feel like a man. I thought I was supposed to do that when I got married. What you and mommy do. Porque no nos ha visto enverriondada. Porque no nos queda más que otra. Because you have not seen us pissed off. We don't have any other options. Your mom is too proper a lady to let you see that side of her. She's very diplomática. We let your dad and your uncle feel that way, in these little ways, but they know who the boss is. <laughs> wow. I thought my tia Gloria was like a demure woman who let my uncle do all her biddings for her, but actually, my tia Gloria is a powerhouse. <laughs> Mommy, too. Duh. I just needed someone else to tell me what my mom's always told me. Estudie y saque su carrera, Yasmin, para que nunca tenga que depender de un hombre. Study and pursue your career so you never have to depend on a man. That was all the manual I needed. One conversation with my tía Gloria. When I got back to Chicago, Jesus asked me if everything was all right. I said it definitely was. I moved forward planning our wedding, and nine months later, we stood in our own outdoor jungle wedding. Jesus, freshly shaven with a creamy white linen suit, our pastor announced us. I now present to you Jesus Nunez y Jasmine Cárdenas, husband and wife. That was Jasmine Cardenas. If her story gives you ideas for your own second story, we'd love to hear them. Please join us for our ongoing series at Webster's Wine Bar in the Morseland, or one of our upcoming special events. This July 9th and 16th, join us for the Latino Festival at the Goodman Theater. Visit our website for more details. Second Story Podcast is brought to you by Amanda Delheimer, Megan Steelstra, Shannon Sullivan, Mikhail Fixel, and Nick Kawahara. I'm Miles Pulaski. Serendipity is funded in part by the Gaylord and Dorothy Donnelly Foundation, the Illinois Arts Council Estate Agency, the Richard H. Driehaus Foundation, City Arts Grants, the Chicago Community Foundation, a part of the Chicago Community Trust, the Arts Work Fund, and listeners just like you. To find out more about Second Story, the performances, and our performers, or to make a donation, visit us at secondstory.com.
Peña.